4: 2022 in the month dedicated to the most sacred heart of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ glory be to God what an opportunity for us to give God praise in dedicating this month to to his most precious and sacred heart so hopefully you're doing that but you know yesterday there was breaking news and uh, I did report on it on our on the, one of the YouTube channels but you know Nobody ever sees that stuff. <laughs> Thank you, YouTube, for your <laughs> generous gift of giving us an audience. But nonetheless, uh, there was a man arrested outside of Brent Kavanaugh's house, applauding to kill him. He comes from California. You know, listen, if he can't kill babies, then maybe he can kill a Supreme Court justice. This was apparently his logic and reasoning. But they did arrest him. So that uh, triggers all kinds of interesting conversation and questions about the state of our country these days and the cult of death. Because that's what we're facing. So we've invited Sean Carney to be on our program to discuss that. He's the president of, uh, of 40 Days for Life, and he's going to come on at 35 past the hour. Hey, Colorado Catholic bishops, you might have heard this. This is a couple days old now. But uh, they've asked politely, please, pretty please, if you don't mind, you uh, Catholic politicians who support abortion, please don't come to communion anymore. We may talk about that coming up at 15 past the hour. Bishop Michael Burbage from the Diocese of Arlington, Virginia, has publicly called on President Joe Biden to repent of his support for abortion and the scandal it has caused. That may also come up in conversation. And a very cool story. The oldest man on the planet, 113 years old, prays the rosary twice a day, shaming us all. (laughs) <laughs> and praise be to God for that. Good morning to you, Rudy. Why not 3? Yeah, I'm how saying. How about how like about 3? 2. Yeah. 2. I'm 113. Amazing. Is that all Crying you got time the for? Right? That's I mean, what else? Al- He's got a job or something? Yeah, yeah. Praying the rosary, <laughs> apparently, that's his job. That's <laughs> his job. Speaking of people who need jobs, uh, Adrian Fonseca is here on the ones and twos. Good morning, Adrian. Is this the news you. that you fired me? Was that out loud again? I am working on that. Yeah, I remember inside he, versus outside voices.
5: Remember yesterday we talked about how yeah. Soros yeah. was buying radio yeah. stations. Yeah, well, right. yeah. He bought ours. Oh, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> nice. And
3: y'all, <laughs> y'all
4: stayed, and they fired yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah. We're, we're agents. We, we're Catholic Radio. We don't even get so. Soros money. <laughs> okay, noted, <laughs> noted, noted. Well,
3: speaking of Soros ideas. money, today we are uh, doing our share We have just today and tomorrow left in our share so mm-hmm. if uh, you have uh, not donated to your local Catholic radio station... Think about it, pray about it, and call in during the Share-a-thon
4: if God is moving you to uh, do so. Yeah, praise be to God. Absolutely, support your local Catholic radio station. It does mean the world to us to uh, continue our radio apostolate. Uh, but we have a lot to cover today. You know, college. Um, you is the the bishop story in in Colorado that really kind of triggered me the other day. I saw that and I'm like, guys. They're acting like pagans. You act like bishops. Let's, let's do this thing. Please come don't on. come here. I know. It's I don't like, want to have to give you holy communion. So we're gonna do, we're gonna jump into that uh, story. Like I said, at fifteen past, the hour. And then there was another story that triggered me this morning, and that was a woman in Chicago suffering through squatters in one of her houses. Oh in her, man. And not one of her houses. She owns a second house that she bought just to 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 flip and sell. And someone well, that's her problem. Someone has stole it out from <laughs> under, underneath her. And Yikes. I had squatters across the street from us recently, too, so that kind of triggered. That may also come up at 15 past. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So lots to talk about today. How about we jump in? We're going to pray the Memorare to the Most Sacred Heart of Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the month dedicated to the Sacred Heart of Our Lord and Savior Jesus. Have you changed your social media icons yet? I'm just curious. Uh, Maybe you should update your badge. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Remember, O most sweet Jesus, that no one who has had recourse to thy sacred heart, implored its help, or sought its mercy was ever abandoned. Encouraged with confidence, O tenderest of hearts, we present ourselves before thee, crushed beneath the weight of our sins. In our misery, O sacred heart of Jesus, despise despise not our simple prayers, but mercifully grant our requests. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Now your headlines with Rudy Carlos.
5: Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to Catholic Drive Time. Today is Thursday, June 8th, and here are your headlines this morning. From the Daily Caller, House passes Bill raising age for semi-automatic gun ownership to 21. The House of Representatives passed a gun control package on Tuesday that would raise the purchasing age of certain semi-automatic rifles to 21, but it's likely to be dead on arrival in the Senate. The Protecting Our Kids Act was introduced by New York Representative Gerald Nadler in the aftermath of the Uvalde, Texas, school shooting. In addition to raising the age at which Americans can legally purchase certain semi-automatic weapons, it also requires gun owners to store firearms in gun saves or other locations and expands the regulation of bump stocks, which I believe were banned already. The Daily Caller reports at least four dead after Marine Corps aircraft crashes in California. An aircraft belonging to 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing based out of San Diego crashed about 30 miles north of the Mexican border near Highway 78 and the town of Glamis, California. The Los Angeles Times reported that the emergency responder radio calls from the scene indicated that there may have been nuclear materials on board the helicopter. However, the Marine Corps later debunked those speculations, saying in a statement that contrary to initial reports, there was no nuclear material on board the aircraft. Please pray for those, uh, those deceased service members there. The Blaze reports, man who wanted to kill Justice Brett Kavanaugh arrested outside of Justice's home. An armed California man was arrested near Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's Maryland home early on Wednesday morning after allegedly making threats against the Justice, according to a spokeswoman for the court. The man was motivated to kill Kavanaugh because he was upset with a leaked draft of majority opinions on Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization, a a case concerning Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban that may overturn Roe. And the Daily Wire reports San Francisco votes overwhelmingly to oust woke Soros prosecutor from office in major rejection of far-left agenda. Boudin could not overcome a coalition of more safety-minded Democrats, Republicans, and independents who were furious over the rampant property crimes, open drug use, and persistent retail theft, and the skyrocketing number of certain crimes. Voters strongly endorsed ousting the reform-minded DA, as partial returns showed about 60% of voters supported the recall. Since Boudin took the office in January 2020, burglaries have risen 45%, and homicides have increased 37%. That's wild. That's just over half a year. And those were your headline news this morning. God love you.
3: The saint of the day is Blessed Anna Maria Taigi. She was born in Siena, Italy on the 29th of May 1769. Her parents kept an apothecary shop at Siena but lost all their fortune and were obliged to go to Rome in search of a livelihood. Anna Maria was the first, uh, was then five years old and having been educated in all the domestic virtues. She was married in a course of time, on the 7th of January 1789, to Domenico Taigi, a retainer of the noble family of Chaigi, the, with whom she lived happily for 48 years. Hitherto, nothing extraordinary had happened in her life, but one day while she knelt with her husband at the Confessio in St. Peter's, She felt a strong inspiration to renounce such little vanities of the world as she had allowed herself. She began to pay little attention to dress and to listen to the inner voice of grace. Soon afterwards, she was received publicly in the third order of Trinitarians in the church of St. Carlo Ali Quarto Fontane. And having found holy spiritual directors, she made rapid progress in the way of perfection. All the money she could spare, she devoted to the poor and miserable, and though not rich, she was very charitable. Despite her love for the poor, she never neglected her own family. Of her children, two died young, the others grew up in piety under the surveillance of the mother. But she never availed herself of her connections with persons of good position to take her children out of their humble social environment. The whole family were wont to assemble for prayer in a small private chapel. During many years when praying in her chapel she had ecstasies and frequent visions in which she foresaw the future. She exercised a peculiar influence over individuals and converted many a sinner to God. During her life she suffered much both corporally and spiritually and was at times meanly culminated. Here is her uh, vision about the three days of darkness, of which we get that from. God will send two punishments. One will be in the forms of war, revolutions. The other, evils. It shall originate on earth. The other will be sent from heaven. There shall come over the whole earth an intense darkness lasting three days and three nights. Nothing can be seen, and the air will be laden with pestilence, which will claim mainly, but not only, the enemies of religion. It will be impossible to use any man-made lighting during the darkness, except blessed candles. He who out of curiosity opens his window to look out or leaves his home will fall dead on the spot. During these three days, people should remain in their homes, pray the rosary, and beg God for mercy. She died in Rome on the 9th of June, 1837. Blessed Anna Maria Taigi,
4: pray for us. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from Matthew chapter 5, verses 20 through 26. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, You shall not kill. And whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court with him. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge and the judge will hand you over to the guard and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you. You will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. And Augustine says, quote, "Unless your righteousness exceed that righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, that is, exceed that of those who break what they themselves teach, as it is elsewhere said of them, they say and do not." Just as if he had, as if he had said unless your righteousness exceed in this way that ye do what ye teach you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Did you catch that? That's what Saint Augustine's trying to get at. You you talk the talk but you don't walk the walk. This is why our Lord says in Matthew's Gospel, they have authority but don't follow their example. They might have authority, but their example is scandalous and ruthless. And not good. This is what St. Augustine is trying to get out, but make the distinction very clear in your mind. You might have authority, but that is not a guarantee that you will enter the kingdom of heaven. He goes on to say, quote, We must therefore understand something other than usual by the kingdom of heaven here, in which are to be both he who breaks what he teaches and he who does it, but the one least, the other great. Pseudo Chrysostom says, quote, "...therefore he who does not enter into the kingdom of heaven shall not indeed have a part of Christ's glory, yet shall he be in the kingdom of heaven." That is, in the number of those over whom Christ reigns as king of heaven. Let's be clear. You must both walk the walk and talk the talk. It's both and. It's not either or. Uh, what about Anger. Augustine speaks of this as well. He says, quote, there are two different opinions among philosophers concerning the passions of the mind. The Stoics do not allow that any passion is incident to the wise man. The, um, the others affirm that they are, they are incident to the wise man, but are in moderate degree and subject to reason. As, for example, when mercy is shown in such a manner that justice is preserved. But in the Christian rule, we do not inquire whether the mind is first affected with anger or with sorrow, but whence. Now, that's kind of confusing, but what does he mean here? Well, pseudo-Christism, I think, adds to it. He says, quote, he who is angry without cause shall be judged. Well, there you go. That makes sense. But he who is angry with cause shall not be judged for if there were no anger neither teaching would profit nor judgments hold nor crimes be controlled so that he who, on, who so that he who on just cause is not angry is in sin for an unreasonable patience sows vices breeds carelessness and invites the good as well as the bad to do evil close quote pseudo we must check our intentions but there is such a thing as righteous anger there is a time and a place for it we must use reason to know when, and prudence. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's got the drive time. Set it your way.
6: Wouldn't it be great if everyone pray daily for vocations to the religious life why not start today a friendly suggestion from
0: Guadalupe radio network atheists often argue they don't need to give reasons for their position because they simply lack of belief in God the assumption being theists alone have the burden of proof but is this rational the answer is no and here's the reason atheism can't simply be a lack of belief Dogs lack belief in God, but that doesn't make dogs atheists. Atheism makes a claim about the world. Namely, God doesn't exist. As such, atheists, along with theists, must shoulder the burden of proof. Even if an atheist says he simply hasn't found any good evidence for God, he would still have to prove why the evidence theists give for God is not good evidence. No matter how an atheist looks at it, he can't sit the sidelines when it comes to defending his position on the question of God's existence. I'm Carlo Brusard with a ready reason for Catholic Answers.
4: Catholic.com. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired, I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you this morning. Coming up at 35 past the hour, Sean Carney, president of 40 Days for Life, is going to be our guest. Uh, as you heard in the report from Rudy and our commentary at the beginning of the hour, a man was arrested outside of Supreme Court Justice Brent Kavanaugh's home with the intent to murder him. And we're going to talk about that, plus a lot more, the, uh, the pending summer of rage what the bishops' will won't do to protect our churches, the consequences of it all. All of that coming up with Sean Carney from 40 Days for Life at 35 past. Stick around for that if you can. But there are, as I say, lots of stories in the news that are a great concern to me, and I'm sure they are to you as well. There was a story, I, I saw this, I don't know, day before last or something like that. Colorado Catholic bishops tell Democrats who voted for abortion up to birth not to receive communion. So these are Catholics so you know who profess to be Catholics they they uh they talk the talk, but do they walk the walk? I came from the gospel just a minute ago remember that uh up to birth I want that to set in for a second too I want you to just just meditate on that uh that thought they support abortions up to birth, not as though abortion you know one second after conception is okay it's not it's still murder but It's even more gruesome to think about murdering a child up to birth. And they support that. It's bizarre and diabolical, in my opinion. But here's a little bit of the article out of LifeNews.com. The Catholic Bishops of Colorado published a letter Tuesday telling pro-abortion state lawmakers not to receive communion unless they repent of their, quote, mortal sin, close quote, against unborn babies. The letter published by the Catholic News Agency addressed pro-abortion Democrat state lawmakers who profess to be Catholic, but voted for the Reproductive Health Equity Act, a new law that strips all legal protections from unborn babies in Colorado. No Catholic Republicans voted for the bill. Praise be to God. Uh, Quote, until public repentance takes place and sacramental absolution is received in confession, we ask that those Catholic legislators who live or worship in Colorado and who have voted for this bill to voluntarily refrain from receiving Holy Communion, close quote," the bishop said. Quote, this request is not one that we make lightly, but since it is our duty to safeguard the faith and care for the souls of all the faithful, including these politicians, we must make it. Close quote, they continued. All, for Colorado Bish, all four Colorado bishops signed a letter Denver Archbishop Samuel J. Aquila, Pueblo Bishop Stephen J. Berg, Colorado Springs Bishop James Golka, and Denver Auxiliary Bishop uh, Jorge Rodriguez. They said Coloradans were dismayed to see politicians ignore the strong public outcry against the pro abortion legislation this spring. The new law declares abortion to be a, quote, fundamental right, close quote, under state law and denies all rights and legal protections to any, quote, fertilized egg, embryo, or fetus, close quote, up to birth. It also prohibits cities and municipalities from banning abortions through local ordinances such as others have done through the Sanctuary City for the Unborn Movement. As a result, killing an unborn baby in an an abortion is legal for any reason up to birth in Colorado, even for the purposes of sex education. The bishops lamented that some politicians who profess to be Catholic voted in favor of the law. Quote, As their shepherds, we want to ensure that they understand the Church's teaching on receiving Holy Communion and the proper spiritual disposition for doing so, close quote, the bishops wrote, going on to say, quote, efforts have already been made to speak with several of these lawmakers, but unfortunately, very few of them have accepted the invitation to meet, close quote. That ought to have been a clue, I would argue. A sign. They are not interested. And this is what I said, and I retweeted this the other day. By the way, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you're welcome to do so. We're, I think, I, I don't know, are all of us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I know Adrian's on Twitter. Nah, I'm off it. You, you're yeah, I deleted You're it. off the bandwagon? Yeah. Don't worry. We'll get him hooked back up. <laughs> okay. We're going we're gonna to get Rudy. I'm just on Instagram. If back, you want
5: to see my bird videos, you
4: can go on Instagram. Back in the Matrix pretty soon. <laughs> don't you worry. We'll get him. But uh, I'm on, uh, you can follow me at catholic underscore hack on Twitter where I said, you know, there was someone posted this and I I thought about it for a second. I said, you know, you're voluntarily asking these bishop or these pro abortion politicians who claim to be Catholic to volunteer 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 to not come to Holy Communion. They, these politicians, have chosen knowingly, they're not dumb. They know what they're doing. They're adults They know the church is against it. They're doing it anyway because they're more Democrat than Catholic. They're choosing to act like pagans. So, dear bishops, it's your turn to choose to act like a bishop. Stop asking, please, politely, if you don't mind, pretty please. Would you just please do us this favor and not rock the boat, upset the apple cart, or make our life even more difficult? Because guess what? Lay faithful are bloody sick and tired of all of the shenanigans and nonsense anymore. The world is getting more chaotic by the day, and we just simply won't take a stand against right and wrong? I mean, it just, it just doesn't make a lot of sense anymore. Dear Bishop, have courage. You are the bishop, and they are not. If ultimately they have made a decision to act in a pagan way by supporting the murder of unborn children, well then it is your duty to be the guardian and shepherd, as you have mentioned in your own letter here, to protect the faithful, to protect the Holy Eucharist, to protect what is right in this world. And you're not doing them any favors by taking this tact of, oh, would you do us the favor? Pretty please. We just don't want to upset everybody. We're just afraid of being canceled or pushed back upon or seen as being judgmental or whatever else. As yesterday's gospel pointed out, and St. Chrysostom made very, very clear, to be salt is to sometimes upset the apple cart. To be salt in this world is to sometimes grind against the forces of the world, the flesh, and the devil. Sometimes, how about all the time? Right? And that ultimately you aren't really, you're not fortifying your position or helping even yourself out, let alone them who would choose, them, these politicians who would choose to make such horrible decisions, to put their name in the hat against something so horrible as to advocate the murder of a child up to birth. And let me point this out from today's gospel. It mentioned the fires of Gehenna. Now, the valley of Gehenna just outside Jerusalem, is a valley that had one purpose and one purpose only, and that was to burn, burn trash, burn garbage. Why? It was, it was a, a, a valley that had been used for pagan idol worship. They offered their children at the idol, at the altars of a demon named Baal, and they stacked their children deep there. They brought their babies, and they murdered them there. And it became defiled, and the only thing it could be good for was to burn garbage. And this is the image our Lord gives us for the fires of hell. And I'll never forget reading the Apocalypse of St. Peter and the description of the hellfire, the lake, where people are in torment, and on the edge of this lake are the babies they have aborted, staring at them as they suffer in the hellfire. And this is a document that goes back to probably the 3rd or 4th century or something like that. It wasn't written by St. Peter, obviously. But nonetheless, it is stark and it should give you pause. So do us the favor. Do them the favor. Be charitable to these souls, these pro-abortion politicians who claim to be Catholic. Be charitable to them and take a firm stance and say, no more. Not just pretty please, but no more. I mean, could you imagine it? What, why don't we just take this tack like in Chicago where gun violence is a daily occurrence or in the streets of New York when, where people beat uh, random strangers, throw them on railroad tracks and, and um, uh, shoot them and do all this crazy stuff. Why don't we just go and say, would you kindly pretty please stop doing these things? I'm sure that is a fantastic tack and it would probably work. Wouldn't you say, Rudy?
5: Yeah, like in San Francisco, they put up the, uh, the signs, there's nothing in this
4: car. <laughs> yeah. Please don't steal oh, it. oh, that's right. I forgot they were doing that. <laughs> they were opening up all their car the doors, Pathetic. leaving all the doors completely open, and uh, so everybody would see that there's nothing in there to steal. <laughs> I saw a report on that. It blew my mind, because in fact, yeah. uh, apparently there's so much theft in that city mm-hmm. uh, that they would rather not have their windows busted out, which reminds me... You know, I never locked my car doors for that very reason. I just, you know, if you're going to steal, just open the door. Don't break out the window. So when my car, when someone tried to steal my car from here uh, back in 2020, the door was unlocked. But apparently they didn't bother to check. So they (laughs) drilled out that door handle. Bro. And then, you know, got into the vehicle, which was unlocked and utterly destroyed everything inside.
5: But I agree with you, Joe, you know, being a bishop, it carries a certain responsibility, a sort of responsibility that I think has been lost. Uh, uh, you have a certain influence, dear bishop, and, and you have the responsibility, therefore, to tell these people, to admonish the sinner and say, no, do not come and receive Holy Communion, because you are heaping upon yourself condemnation upon your soul for what you are publicly supporting, abortion, the murder of children. This is a very severe thing. I think even um, you know he. Met, oh, I think this bishop, whoever it was that wrote it, mentioned that uh, they need to go to confession. Well, I think actually, if you if you promote abortion or you get an abortion, you ha- you are under an interdict. You have to go to confession through a bishop to remove that. I could be wrong. You, not anymore. Be, not Maybe anymore.
3: too b uh, lifted that. But it used to be the case that if you committed abortion, you had to get you had to go to confession to your. Bishop, bishop, but now uh, John, John Paul II made it so any priest can forgive that sin. But no, the other thing that's often forgotten in this whole situation is the rights of God, the right of God to not be offended. Because whenever these people who are in grave mortal sin, who are promoting immoral vice, are receiving communion, that's an offense against God, that's yeah. an attack against our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And that should upset us. That should be the, our, our the no, number one defense, is that we have to defend the rights of God to not be offended. And we <laughs> are, often forget Him in favor of literally everything else.
4: Yeah, yeah, it, we do. Uh, that's part of the reason why people sometimes give themselves a pass to not go to church on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, I'm communing with the Lord on the golf course <laughs> in nature, in my pillowcase. And, uh, and ultimately, we forget, well, hold on, we owe God adoration and worship. Mm-hmm. Out, of a, out of the virtue of justice, we owe God this time that we give back to Him. And we forget about that. So same, I like this point because it's very clear. Because most of us think it's all about us and what the world needs to give to us versus the other way around. And uh, so, I don't know, it just bothers me to see these bishops act in a way that's just so sensitive to what they feel like will happen to them if they speak out too strongly. And, uh, you know, it, it's
5: almost like, uh, you know, we've already done this for many years now, and it's not working. So why it, not take it, a different that's approach? That's
4: the other thing, too. It kind of, it similarly, as we run out of time here, there was this other story about uh, uh Uh, A layman giving a homily and doing a bubble display at a holy mass. Hmm. Uh, You know, more shenanigans, more insane experimentation with with the liturgy going on. Same thing, right? It's like, guys, it ain't working. All of this embracing and friendship of the world, as James in his epistle warned us against, is not working. They aren't coming. They're leaving. They aren't becoming more faithful. They're becoming less. More coming up after the break. Why is Catholic
7: Radio important to you?
2: I have learned so much. My knowledge of my faith has increased so much. I thought I knew my faith, but I've come to realize that I'm growing every day because of what I've learned and what I continue to learn. My only concern is that there are so many out there who are listening, but they are not calling in to make a pledge, and every one of them counts. It's just vital that we that we. our money where our ears are. You can't go wrong by listening to Catholic Radio because every day there's something else that you can find out, uh, a little bit more that you can add to your your knowledge about uh, things you really thought you understood, if you'll just listen. It's so very important for Catholic Radio to continue and grow
8: the Guadalupe radio network radio for your soul
1: then it's time The Men's March to End Abortion and Rally for Personhood is Saturday, June 11th, the weekend before Father's Day, from 12 to 3 p.m. in Tallahassee, Florida. Men gather at 12 p.m. for the march. All women, children, and families join us for the 2 p.m. rally at the Florida State Capitol. You are needed. Every life matters. Join us on June 11th in Tallahassee. For more information, go to themensmarch.com.
5: Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. And now more headlines. This one from Breitbart. Talk radio employees revolt over George Soros-backed leftists buying Spanish stations. Reports indicate that an agreement to sell Radio Mambi, a Spanish-language talk radio station in Miami, to a George Soros-backed leftist group has prompted a potential mass exodus of its employees. Televisa Univision, which owns Radio Mambi, is reportedly facing so much employee disgust from the sale that the conglomerate is offering key Radio Mambi personalities $120,000 bonuses, half paid once the Federal Communications Commission approves the sale and half once the leftist group takes over to stay on the network. The buyer is a newly formed corporation called the Latino Media Network, connected to several far-left radicals, including Soros himself. The network's leaders have said that they have aims to reach major markets nationwide in Los Angeles, New York, Houston, Chicago, Dallas, San Antonio, McAllen, Fresno, Las Vegas, and Miami to combat Spanish-language so-called misinformation and disinformation. The Epic Times report studies highlight potential long-term impacts of COVID-19 pandemic on teens. A June study by researchers from the University of Sydney highlighted concerning trends of increased screen time, alcohol use, and poor sleep for teenagers due to COVID-19 pandemic responses. The increase has implications for teens' long-term health, said researchers. We know these lifestyle risk behaviors are common among young people, but we also know that they are key indicators of chronic diseases later in life such as cancer, cardiovascular disease, and mental disorders, said lead author, Dr. Lauren Gardner, a mental health researcher. Reuters reports Michigan GOP governor candidate Tudor Dixon vows to criminalize adults, including kids in drag shows. Michigan GOP gubernatorial candidate Tudor Dixon vowed over the weekend that if elected, she would sign a bill establishing criminal penalties for adults who involve children in drag shows. Republicans are hoping for a primary nominee strong enough to unseat Democrat Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who has been criticized for her heavy-handed health safety measures during the height of the pandemic. And Catholic News Agency reports, the oldest man in the world is 113 and prays the rosary twice a day. His name is Juan Vicente Perez Mora from Venezuela and is in the Guinness World World Records books, uh, Oldest Man in the World. Man is uh excuse me, Mora is born on May was born on May twenty seventh, nineteen oh nine, and this year he turned one hundred and thirteen years old. Among his family Mora is known for his faith. He strives to build a solid relationship with God and his relatives, and he prays the rosary twice a day. My uncle Vicente transmits a lot of peace, tranquility, and radiates a lot of joy, his nephew Freddie Abreu told CNA. He's a person who's got a lot to give, and he enjoys the simple things in life and is very grateful to God. And those were your headline news this morning.
4: God love you. Praise be to God in all things. Have I mentioned I am maybe going to work for a Spanish radio station soon? Ooh. Big bonus. You got you got that Soros money? Uh, you know Spanish? Was that out <laughs> loud? I'm teasing. PC. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> un poquito. Un poquito. All right. Uh, praise be to God. Thanks for that. Uh Rudy, keep you up to date as always. Sean Carney, president of 40 Days for Life, is on with us this morning. Good morning to you, Sean.
7: Good morning, Joe. Praise good be to good God. To you're going to be on the... Spanish radio. I look forward to hearing you. With hearing hundred, see you. You could take Soros's one hundred and twenty grand. That whole right. thing's outrageous. But you could take his one hundred and twenty grand and 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 just talk about our rich Catholic faith all day. That's and exactly get, right. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and he fires you for being Catholic. You could fill him. You yes, a it's Catholic. a winner for everybody. That's involved, a great idea. Except for the
4: listeners who we have our plan can't take my Spanish. They would be upset about that part. But anyway, it's good to hear you voice again this morning uh sean carney uh, praise be to god uh, big news yesterday breaking uh, a man from california decided he wanted to come and, and attempt to murder a supreme court justice it seems the cult of death is not happy about the potential of losing their ability to kill the unborn what say you sean carney
7: yeah this was uh this was serious um because it, you know you see a headline like that and you know it's going to be an overreaction it was a guy walking around in a black coat and he had a a water gun you know and and everybody kind of freaked out and and this was quite the opposite Uh, He flew from california he he was armed he had everything he had the duct tape he had flashlights he had a hammer he had a crowbar he definitely had a plan to uh to kill kavanaugh and and perhaps some of his family and then he admitted as much and he's charged with um, attempt to murder a Supreme Court justice, which I don't know when the last person was who was arrested on that charge. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it's really like a, a, a twilight zone for the pro-life movement. I mean, how many the, the, the bombing of abortion facilities and the murder of, of, of some abortion doctors set our movement back so much. And I know the first ten years of 40 Days for Life, we ran around and just said we're peaceful, we're prayerful, we're peaceful, we're prayerful. And now we have that track record, and praise God, we've never had, you know, any incident like this. And and uh, people know that we're peaceful. Even the secular media, the Washington Post has called us peaceful. The Guardian has called us uh, peaceful. Um, and now it seems, you know, the last three years we've had tons of attacks from pro-abortion activists at our vigils, um, you know, obviously, since the Supreme Court leak, we just see their true colors coming out uh, of how violent uh, abortion advocates are. And for years, uh, they didn't say things like this. Um, they didn't do things like this. Um, but abortion is built on violence. Abortion uh, violence is is required in every single abortion. When you advocate for abortion, whether you acknowledge it or not, you're advocating for violence, um, because there's no non violent abortion. So we're basically seeing their true colors come out with not just this guy. I'm not saying everybody who supports abortion is going to go and try to kill Kavanaugh. But, you know, three weeks ago, we did, a, we did a video, we did a vlog on it. Um, there were many people in the media saying, oh, somebody just needs to cap off one of these Supreme Court justices. Wouldn't that be great? There, were a, there was a lot of that rhetoric on social media and, and um, in mainstream media. And so, you know, this, this, this is what makes abortion unique. No one was saying this when Obamacare was passed. No one was saying this when gay marriage uh, was passed. No one was, um, you know, saying this with, with the vaccine mandates. You know, we need to go kill our Supreme Court justices abortion is very unique that's why it was leaked you know the only yeah. leak in the in the modern era
5: you know, going back to something you just said, you know, I, I think about the media frenzy because there's there's no reason for people to be acting this way if they weren't uh, manipulated by the media to believe that this is really a global effect, right? Because if Roe is overturned, well, it just gets all those abortion things get kicked back to the states and a guy from California has nothing to worry about. California has talked about enshrining abortion into law. Um, would you say that uh, that most of this overreaction, this frenzy that we see from these these really sick people, is is caused by the media, or do you think it's uh, something else? Like you mentioned, like abortion is is violence, so they're they're just violent people.
7: Yeah, I, I I think it's I think it's that the average person doesn't know. That's a good point that you're making. You know, you're in California. It's like fine. it will be good for our economy. We'll build more abortion cl- clinics. What do I care? You know. So the the average person may not realize that, um, but I think it's deeper than that. And and the the guy who was arrested pointed to that. He said, quote, I wanted to give my life purpose, so I wanted to – I was going to kill Kavanaugh then myself. And that points to what we saw in the school shooting a few weeks ago. That points to this big problem in our country that nobody wants to address which is that we've taken a baseball bat to the family the last 40 years in our country, and you just can't do that and get away with it. We don't have people walking around uh, who feel like they're loved, that they're cared for. Um, They have, forget the spiritual formation, they have very little to no human formation, and they don't realize that you don't wake up and go grab your dad's gun and go shoot whoever you want because you're angry about something. And when, when you have no human formation, you have no spiritual formation, when you have no family life, and, and that is what we don't want to uh, address, you know, um, and, and that's, that's a big problem. You can address, you know, gun laws, you can address abortion laws, you can break all that down. But abortion is different in that no one is supposed to survive uh, an abortion. Every single abortion is designed uh, to kill an unborn ch- child. And we're all outraged at any of these crazy uh, shootings that just set us back and, and devastate us and make us look up like what kind of culture that we live in, what what kind of a culture do we live in. Uh, but we don't do that with the 3,000 abortions every day. And and I think things like this with the leak wake us up to that, of of how, you know, how close the left is to abortion. I mean, it is their sacrament, and it is the worst thing that goes on in our country. Yeah, it sure is.
4: We're about a minute away from a break with Sean Carney here from 40 Days for Life, and uh, I was looking at the reports of all of these fire bombings of these uh, pr- these uh, pregnancy clinics—I mean, Maryland, Washington State, D.C. I think Wisconsin has one. I mean, there's just there's a bunch of them. They are literally firebombing these buildings. How is that going to convince anyone that they need to keep Roe in place?
7: It's not. Um, it, what it's what it's going to do is it, it's uh, my hope is that it does what it what it did to us, what it did to the pro-life movement in the '90s, which is uh, put these terrorists on terrorist watch lists. I mean, that's that's where they belong because right now it's a little sneaky. They're going in the middle of the night, you know, and they're doing all this stuff. But particularly for 40 Days for Life, we have an emergency response plan. We we always have it all of our vigils, and we have over 70 locations that are out there every day. Um, Hold that thought. Obviously, they're going to do this during the We're going to pause there. Sean Carney is our guest, president
4: of 40 Days for Life. We're going to be right back after this very short break, talking about the potential overturning of Roe and the summer of rage that we've been promised. Uh, And we'll talk about how that affects the Catholic Church, the bishops, and the Department of Homeland Security. All that coming up next.
1: Men, it's time. The Men's March to End Abortion and Rally for Personhood is Saturday, June 11th, the weekend before Father's Day, from 12 to 3 p.m. in Tallahassee, Florida. Men gather at 12 p.m. for the march. All women, children, and families join us for the 2 p.m. rally at the Florida State Capitol. You are needed. Every life matters. Join us on June 11th in Tallahassee. For more information, go to themensmarch.com.
10: Hi, this is Walter Crawford with Homeschool Connections, a proud sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please save the date for this year's The Catholic Homeschool Conference. It's virtual so you can attend from the comfort of your own home or from an in-person watch party in your local community. It's Friday, June 10th and Saturday, June 11th. Our theme this year is empowering you to homeschool joyfully. May God continue to bless your homeschool journey. More information is available at catholichomeschoolconference.com.
4: Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Praise be to Jesus. I will not tell you what we just discussed off air. It's too it's too funny, actually. But it does uh, in, uh, it does involve Adrian Fonseca and a throne. We'll I'm tell, just, them, we'll tell them during the after just show. <laughs> Which oh, wait. not having oh. today. Whoops. Sean Carney is our guest. He is uh, president of 40 Days for Life. Praise be to God. He is on with us. And just before the break, Sean, you were talking about your contingency plan in this uh you know, potential summer of rage because the death cult is raging at the potential of the overturn of Roe. So Forty Days for Life is a massive movement internationally. Uh what are what are your plans in case you know violence erupts and the worst happens?
7: Well, we've we've always had an emergency contingency plan uh and response plan with, with all of our locations. Safety is very uh, important to us we have a lot of former law enforcement on our on our ne- international team um, and we train on this we train on the legal uh, issues but we also train on how to protect our people and and we've we've suspended vigils before we've not gone out to certain locations in certain circumstances uh, we respond to threats we've had two incidents last year where uh, people brought a loaded gun out and wow. and uh, you know kind of pumped a shotgun and all of that and um, and so we take it very, very seriously and uh, granted this is you know less than one percent of our locations, but we have a million volunteers worldwide, and safety is, is priority number one and and we we protect them and um one of my predictions is we watch all of these threats and and there's goofball threats, and then there's serious threats online, as we know. Um, but as we watch it, one of my predictions is we are going to see a huge spike in violence because they are going to overturn Roe, and I think it's either going to be June 27th or 28th, um, and when that happens, it'll it'll go right in the 4th of July. You'll have this spike in violence, um, and you'll have a media frenzy, and then it will trickle off and, and go away, mm. um, and then the, any time it sort of lights up again, it'll be – You know something direct towards the pro-life movement like we're seeing now with the pregnancy centers or it'll be an attack on a 40 days for life campaign it'll be something like that but i think as far as the mass hysteria with the country i predict it'll be a huge spike don't get me wrong and then it'll go away and i i could be wrong I, i pray that i'm not obviously but it's not only my hope it's it's my actual prediction because abortion is very different this isn't george floyd there's not a large group of people, you know, just waiting to, to tear down our whole country. Um, and also, I, I don't think yet. Now, this could happen. I don't think, speaking of George Soros and those sort of leftists, they have used race to divide our country. They've used this transgender insanity to divide our country. Um, but they, they have not mobilized pro-abortion activists. Um, to the level that they could, they, they w- if they were, they would have already done it with the leak. And you just haven't seen a lot of that, you know. It, we see the stories, but there's there's not people in your town, wherever you live, marching and being outraged about the leak. It's 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 at their it's at the justices' houses, it's at all these things because the pro-abortion movement is very weak in the grassroots. I think we're actually seeing that. I mean, this is their moment. They're losing abortion. And they're really nowhere to be found. Planned Parenthood has said very little. It was very telling. Planned Parenthood has said very little. So they just don't have the numbers in the grassroots, you know. And and that's what we've been saying for years, but we're actually seeing it play out. I think there will be violence and outrage for the people who just have nothing better to do. They can get mad, and then it it will trickle off and go away, and everybody will go back to – uh the Ukraine and, and transgender and all of this other – all these other issues.
3: Sean, the one thing that I find interesting here is – well, a number of things, but whenever this hall first started and they announced that the the leak happened and there were a few attacks on churches and people were saying, wow, I was – expecting so much more, that this was actually underwhelming of how few attacks there were. I was kind of of the opposite opinion. I was thinking the exact opposite. I was thinking nothing has actually changed yet. Nothing has happened, and people are already doing violent things. And I can't imagine what the reaction will be when it actually happens. And my concern is, you know, I'd like to organize rosary rallies, like to participate in other people's rosary rallies and go out, uh, protesting these uh abortion, among other immoral vices that are promoted by the culture. And before, you know, we go, it's, it's, it's peaceful on our end, of course. And usually the worst you'll get is someone yell at you, someone flick you off, things like that. But now that we're seeing more and more violence happening, namely like what we saw at the House of Brett Kavanaugh, should we be more concerned in what should we do to prepare? You said that 40 Days for Life has contingency plans, but what about as individuals, as small groups, me and my friends, going out to an abortion clinic or going out to do a public square rosary rally? What should we be prepared for, and how should we be cautious?
7: That's a good question. Well, First off, in, in your location, one thing that solves a lot, and, and, and 40 Days for Life knows this over, over the, the last 15 years is your location matters? At the actual location where you're going. Is it normally safe? Is it normally not safe? Uh, that is 90% of it. It, it really is. Um, the other thing is how many people are going to be there? Um, I, I, I wouldn't have a lot of fear doing what you're doing. I, I think that's perfectly safe. Um, I, you know, it's like anything else. You want to know your surroundings, just like when you're going into a, a Walmart, but it, it's, it's perfectly safe. You can gather. Definitely make sure there's, there's, you know, not just one man there, but but multiple men, and um, and 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 prayer rosary and Our Lady will protect you. And and you know, you use our use our rights. I I'm the opposite. I think a lot of this stuff is overstated. I think that they went into churches. I think they're targeting justices. Um, and they're targeting empty pregnancy centers. You know, I mean, they're they're picking on uh pregnancy centers when there's not even anyone there. Um, but as far as people going up to a larger group of people, I could be totally wrong and we could see this change. Uh, but through doing 40 Days for Life vigils, I mean, when you look at 40 Days for Life, we're in a thousand cities around the world. We're in peaceful cities. We're in violent cities. We're in extremely violent neighborhood in some of these locations, particularly in like Bogota, Colombia and in New York City. Um, I mean, we just don't have that many incidents. You know, and and, and never have. And, and we have pockets of groups that just hate us and sort of harass us. But 40 Days for Life, to me, should give the pro-life movement a whole, uh, a huge wave of confidence going into this summer that, you know, we've been doing this 15 years out on the streets in some very mm. shady places where these abortion facilities are, and we just haven't had that many incidences um, of, of people – uh, you know, threatening or coming out or beating somebody up. Uh, we had our first volunteer get beaten up in in 2018. You know, so I, I would I would really uh, tell people that they they should not be fearful. They should go out um, and they should be aware of their surroundings and they should be prudent. Um, and if you, you know you need to deescalate any situation that comes up, if somebody starts yelling, you immediately call the police. And the best thing to do, if you're going to do that, is to let the police know that you're going out there Mm -hmm. beforehand. That's the best thing you can do. And sometimes they'll just come out. Sometimes they'll drive by. Um, But we, I'm very proud of our team. We've done a great job of protecting our people. And in some locations, we've just spent a tremendous Mm -hmm. amount of money. Not from Soros, (laughs) but a tremendous (laughs) amount of money on professional security. And it's expensive and and we'll go and we'll raise it and we'll spend more, but we're going to protect our people. If the local leader doesn't want to suspend the vigil and thinks it's safe enough to go out, but there is a, there is, you know, some, some threats, Uh, We'll hire professional security, and it all goes away. Yeah, It all goes away.
4: Hey, let me ask you, uh, you mentioned something a minute ago about uh, the violence uh, sort of peaking and then trickling off. And I find that interesting because one of the thoughts I had this morning while driving into the studio um, was, I wonder if the leak wasn't a strategy from Supreme Court Justice Roberts. Speculation, total speculation on my part, but I'm wondering if they thought that maybe we could slowly warm the country up to the idea instead of an abrupt, boom, Roe is now overturned. What what would you say to that? Do you think it's possible that they they thought it might be better to sort of warn the country about the pending overturning of Roe?
7: That's a fun conspiracy theory, Joe. I'm yeah. very proud yeah. of yeah. you. Thanks. That on I appreciate answer. it. Um, here, here's my response, and then I'll I got a better conspiracy. Oh, good! For you. Praise be <laughs> to God! Getting
4: juicy. I've got two minutes. <laughs> I'm
7: gonna out crazy. You're crazy. Um, no, the reason yours is wrong is because the Supreme Court, conservative or liberal, they're simply too arrogant yeah. about their status in the world. Yeah. We don't leak. No one even knows, you know, what the no one knows what the color of the tile is in the bathroom. You know, <laughs> that kind
5: of stuff. It's teal
7: they're by the way. They're just so they, they sit in a room and. And so I think that that and Roberts is big on that. He's big on etiquette. and He came out. Yeah. He's a horrible chief justice, but he comes out and he's very formal and, and he's always been that way. No, I think that there's a, a, a easily a 10 to 20 percent chance that it was a pro-lifer who leaked it. And we have seen the Supreme Court uh, change on these uh, abortion laws time and time again. And there is a chance it's it's. It's unlikely, but it's not outrageous. It wouldn't surprise me at all. But there's a chance that this opinion was going around. It was so awesome. It beat up Roe so bad, and Roberts did not want to overturn Roe that the pro-life person thought, you know what? Every time this happens, Roberts does the whole Roberts thing and messes it up. I'm not going to let that happen. I'm doing this for the babies, and they leaked it. Wow! Um,
4: So you're on the board. You're putting all your chips on a pro-lifer at this point.
7: No, 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 no. I'm not putting on my <laughs> you,
4: heard <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> so you heard it here first.
7: You heard it. Well, I've said it before, but you, you can, we can say you heard it here first. Um, but if that happens, I just don't think the listeners should be like, I can't believe it because, yeah. because of the history of mm. these pro-life laws. Look at Texas. We can't we couldn't regulate ourselves. You know, in, in Louisiana, it was, it was outrageous. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me. It's unlikely. It's probably some liberal crazy clerk. Everybody you know, seems to but, suggest uh, at this
4: point that it was you know, either a Sotomayor clerk or some, K, Kagan or somebody on the hard left uh, leaked it. But well, I guess we'll see. That's the, the next question is, and with uh, just a few seconds left, um, do you think we'll actually ever know who the leaker was? Do you think they'll reveal that information?
7: I do, and maybe I'm just too much of an optimist, but I get all these people coming up going, they'll never reveal it. I'm like... We haven't had a leak, you know, since the original row, by the way. That's the last leak. And I'm like, we're going to find – the I, I don't think everybody would just move on. I think they're going to have to find the leaker and, yeah. and make that public.
10: Yeah.
4: All right. There you go. Praise be to God. Deep insights uh, from uh, the great prophet Sean Carney. 40 Days for Life. Now I'm teasing. It's great to have you back on the program, Sean. Thank you for your time today and your your commentary on this uh, incredible and historic moment in time God bless you God love you Sean have a great day
10: thank you God bless
4: alright praise be to God check out 40 days for life good to hear they got such great strategy in place to take care of their people hopefully you're participating there that's going to do it for our first hour join us in our second hour pushback to 9am central 10 eastern go to grnonline.com for the details God
0: love you atheists have often viewed belief in God as wishful thinking a projection of an idea because man fears death but is this a fair claim the answer is no, and here are some reasons why. First, not everyone accepts God's existence for this reason. There are many who acknowledge His existence on the grounds of reasonable arguments. Second, even if someone does believe in God for this reason, it says nothing whether or not the proposition, God exists, is true. And finally, third, the theists could turn the table and say atheists reject God simply because they're scared of a divine rule maker and don't want to submit. Obviously, this is not evidence that can be used in support of theism. So, is atheism justified because belief in God is wishful thinking? Absolutely not. I'm Carlo Broussard with the ready reason
10: for Catholic Answers.
0: Catholic.com
10: Hi, this is Walter Crawford with Homeschool Connections, a proud sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please save the date for this year's The Catholic Homeschool Conference. It's virtual so you can attend from the comfort of your own home or from an in-person watch party in your local community. It's Friday, June 10th, and Saturday, June 11th. Our theme this year is empowering you to homeschool joyfully. May God continue to bless your homeschool journey. More information is available at catholichomeschoolconference.com men, it's time.
1: Moral relativism is growing and the soul of our nation is at stake. Nowhere is it more manifestly obvious than with the daily ongoing mass murder of abortion. As leaders, protectors, and providers, we must go first in facing reality, taking responsibility, repenting for what we've done and haven't done, and resolving to do more. The opportunity is before us on Saturday, June 11th the weekend before Father's Day in Tallahassee, Florida. We'll be gathering at 12 p.m. and embarking on a four-mile march of prayer and sacrifice that will culminate in a 2 p.m. rally at the Florida State Capitol. We welcome all women, children, and families to join us in standing up for the personhood of the...
9: I am Karina and I'm Betsy and And we're with Catholic Catholic Charities. Charities. You're listening to AM 1430 KSHJ Houston, part of the Guadalupe radio network
0: radio Radio
1: for your soul.
0: soul. 1-800-476-3311
8: to make your pledge of support. To help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network, make a one-time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for two people with select international tours. That number again to call is 1-800-476-3311. All right, we are off and running. Day number three of the summer
11: marathon here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Good morning. Hope your morning is off to a good start. And uh, we have had two days, uh, and uh, we're pretty much on track, within uh, a little bit here or there. So uh, we're hoping that uh, these next two days are. Uh, just keep us on track. And that's where you come in and we'll tell you about the phone number and all good information here in a moment. But let's introduce ourselves and pray. My name is Dave Palmer. I serve as executive director in the North Texas office of the Guadalupe Radio Network for 910 a.m. Uh, our English language station, and uh, Toya Hall joining me this early this morning. How are you doing, Toya? Good morning.
9: I'm good, Dave. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing good. well.
11: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got coffee and breakfast burritos. You know, well, I mean, another
9: thing you've got is a lot of people to thank you, and uh, Sisal had a grand hour last night, so let us start this morning out with prayer and then... Wow, I love to thank people right away. That's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we thank you that you have sustained the Guadalupe Radio Network through the generosity of our listeners. We lift each one of them in prayer to you this day. Dear Jesus, along with the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, we pray that you will touch, enlighten, and open the eyes of all our hearts so that we will hear your word and hear your teaching. We prayerfully ask for your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts. You know their needs. Enrich their lives with your Holy Spirit. Protect them from harm and bring back our lost family members into your fold. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of the abundant blessings that you send our way. We are your servants. Guide our hearts, our hands, and our voices that we may give glory to God. We ask all of this. In the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit, Amen.
11: Amen. All right. Well, uh, good morning again, everybody. And uh, Toy is right. We had uh, an interesting last uh, hour yesterday, and a lot of people called in at the end, which is great. And we just got over the wire at the very end. I don't think we ever had a chance to ring the bells from last night, so we'll do a little... A little celebratory bell ringing from uh, <laughs> from, from 12 hours ago. A little belated. <laughs> I'm sure they're all listening, saying, come on. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not sure how many of these folks, but let me go ahead and set up this hour first, and then uh, we've got some folks to thank from last night. I'm not sure if we thanked all these people, but it never hurts to thank somebody twice. All right, so t- today is Thursday, okay, in case you're wondering yes. that. And, Didn't
9: you yeah. used to call this, like, it, it, today's the day you get it done or yeah, something yeah. like that? Yeah, I'm not sure yet.
11: Wednesday and Thursday, those middle days. You know, oh, like uh, yeah, the kind of the the middle child syndrome, the middle day syndrome. So, <laughs> yeah, Tuesday and Friday we say take care of themselves, uh, which uh, well, so often's the case. But today's Thursday, and this uh, this hour we have a matching gift challenge. And we have a brand new sponsor in North Texas uh, called Absolute Painting Incorporated. And through their sponsorship, and also uh, some folks that attended the South, South and Central Texas Fishers' Men Dinner, it all adds up to seven thousand dollars. Now this is very doable. Seven thousand dollars. It looks like we may already have some calls that are being processed. The call center today is in here in North Texas, and so we've got uh, uh, five volunteers that are taking calls and. Uh, So the phone number is 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311, including one new volunteer, Toya, who has never taken a call. would it be great to see her take her first call ever?
9: That's right. All right. We want to thank John and Josie uh, from yesterday evening who gave... uh Last night, yesterday evening, last night, I feel like my brain's still back there,
12: Dave.
9: (laughs) Uh, They go to St. Luke's in Irving, and um, they said that they love to listen to the GRN. It gets them closer to God, our Blessed Mother, the saints, and they listen every day. And they pray for all those in need of prayer and healing for more religious vocations and all our faithful departed. So thank you so much, uh, John and Josie. And let me give out the phone number. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. If you're listening now, now is your time. 800. 800- Four seven six three
11: three one, one. All right. Also, uh Marika in Richmond, Texas, listening to fourteen thirty A.M. KSHJ in the Houston area, twenty five dollars one time uh from Saint Teresa Parish in Sugarland. Uh semi-retired now, uh she says, and commuting every day. Started listening maybe ten years ago. The knowledge and things I've learned about the faith just gave that stressful time meaning and allowed me to learn a lot and feel like I was with God along the way. Oh, that is awesome. I mean, yeah, commutes can be stressful. I mean, especially if you got all kinds of traffic and you're, you're trying to hit a deadline and, uh, you listen to Catholic radio and it just kind of calms the nerves and, uh, she said she's going to go into the Apostles of Divine Mercy and would like to offer up intentions for the members of their of their their order. So all right, well thank you, Marika, uh, from Richmond, Texas. Uh, Deborah in San Antonio donated twenty five dollars one time from Saint Helena uh, Catholic Church. Uh, she says Catholic Radio gives you a moral compass. You're constantly uh, listening to the right thing at the time it needs to be heard. She asks for prayers for all the families of Uvalde and all the families dealing with the loss during this time. I'll do one more, and then if you want to close them up, uh, there, Toyo. Juan in San Antonio, a sure. dollar uh, a day plus, like three hundred seventy-two dollars from Mary uh, Magdalene Parish, and he pray, prays for uh, uh, the the Christians in Nigeria, and I, mm. I think he means the yeah the martyred Christians in Mi- Nigeria. So Juan, thanks uh, for coming strong, uh, coming in strong there at the end yesterday.
9: We want to thank Lisa from Dora, Alabama. Thank you so much, Lisa. She goes to St. Patrick's, and she uh, asked for prayers for her husband who's waiting for a liver transplant and her three children. So we will certainly keep that in our prayers, Lisa, and thank you for taking the time to call in. Jonathan and Ava from Houston, Texas, thank you so much for your $40 one-time donation. They go to... Annunciation Parish and then Anonymous in the Colony. Get to be very anonymous. <laughs> you know nothing about them. Uh they gave five hundred dollar one time donation. So all of that came together with one more no, this this is a donation for this morning, Dave. So, all right. Praise God. Yeah, Matthew. You know,
11: go uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Matthew in Katy, Texas, fourteen thirty AM listener. Uh uh Okay yeah, donation online from last night, a hundred dollars one time. And I will say, you know, Toya, the last two days, uh, the, this first hour, it's, it's been tough, especially Tuesday, to get that first call. And so yes. Matthew wasn't officially a call, but he is uh, certainly counts a lot because he did it online. And uh, it looks like our first call has come in. But you were going to say something. I'm sorry.
9: I was going to give out, say something extremely <laughs> important, Dave. The
11: phone number. Extremely, yes. 800-476-3311.
9: 800 800- 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311, That's the number to call. Make a pledge of support. Don't think you know. Okay, I've been listening a couple of days. Um, I'll get it done on Friday. Oh, life gets so busy. Take a moment right now and call and make a pledge of support. Uh, every every year that we've been doing this for more than twenty years now, Dave. I um always say Catholic radio is so important. Catholic radio is so important. And it 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 remains the same. Catholic radio is vitally important in this day and age. You know, just trying to sort through some of the craziness out there. I think that Catholic Radio, the the news that you hear, gives you a good perspective. But it also leaves you with hope, Dave, that, you know, as Catholics, we are people of hope. And, and how do we, you know, really take a look at this crazy world of ours? And I, I feel like Catholic Radio is equipping us to do that, equipping us to evangelize and to to point people back to the church.
11: Yeah, and I, I think you know you're absolutely right. And wisdom is needed these days to see things through, you know, a perspective of of God, the big picture, and not you know freak out over every small little bit of news or this or that, and you know just panicking over one story over the next. But looking at the big picture and having peace and calm about it, I think is uh, is very important. It's necessary today. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one matching gift hour starting off our Thursday. Nine minutes into the hour already. And uh, we've raised $105. Uh, James Allen in Houston, our, our dear friend. Uh, and uh, volunteer, uh, a very valuable um, a volunteer and, and donor in the Houston area. Uh, St. John Vianney Parish is where he worships, and he says he needs everybody to call in. He needs Kansas to call in. Uh, pray for no violence in the country. He wants to see more right things in the world, especially in our country right now. We need a little less talk and a lot more action. All right. So.
9: Isn't that a song, David?
11: <clears throat> I think so, yeah. 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 And, and from a guy who you, talks a lot, I, I take that. I'll, I'll, I'll take that to heart. Uh, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. 476 right, well, we've had our, an online caller. We've had uh, one, you know, actual caller caller. <laughs> and uh, now we need more. And, uh, boy, wouldn't it be nice to get a few pilgrimage donations early this morning, like in the first 15 minutes of the hour, Toya?
9: Absolutely, Dave. And I'll tell you, Dave, if you would... Um Talk among yourselves. I'll tell you how many people are in the drawing.
11: Okay. All right. Well, uh, let me just... This will give me an opportunity to tell you about some of the appreciation gifts that we have. Uh, The one that... One of the ones that's just kind of standard throughout the whole week is that anybody that gives at any level, whether it's a dollar or $10,000, and I think the, the donations so far this week have ranged from $5 to $10,000. We had one person call in a $10,000 donation. Uh, everybody that, that donates is going to get, uh, a interview that I did. It's a digital, but the download that will be sent to you tonight if you donate today. And it's an interview that I did with Father Sam Medley. He is with the, uh, Salt Order of the Society of Our Lady, the Most Holy Trinity, and it's all about the Eucharist. It's the, the The interview is called Eucharistic Revival, and we touch on a lot of topics, everything related to the Eucharist. We stayed very focused, including his own, uh, you know, feeling. I guess for a better, for a better word, or his experience of being a priest for 14 years now, and and being able to confect the Eucharist, and he he gets very uh you know, very passionate about that experience. So one eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven, eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Real quickly if you give thirty dollars a day uh from uh thirty dollars a month uh for a year or three sixty one time or more and uh we want to put you into a drawing tomorrow morning for an Apple smartwatch and it's the new series seven and uh it's donated in Thanksgiving for Casada Catholic High School in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, you can visit them at CasadaHS.org. I can tell you more about Casada, uh, throughout the day, but, uh, great, great school for people, for ch- uh, children with special circumstances. Alright, Toya, you're gonna look up some information there, right?
9: Yes. Uh, are you ready?
11: I am ready. I'm holding okay. on to something. Yeah. Uh,
9: yeah. So um, you always put Sissel on eye on the spot on the air. <laughs> so take a guess how many you think are in the drawing because you know I'll give you a hint. uh it's, as we all know, summer share-a-thons are much much smaller than the other three, three share-a-thons during the year.
11: Okay. So let me just ask one little qualifying question. By the way, eight hundred four seven six three three one one is the number. Eight. 800-476-3311. Uh, one person on right now have $7,000, uh, matching gift, uh, challenge this hour. Uh, so we gotta get some calls. Let, let's, let's get it, let's get it, uh, going. All right. So, do, if when somebody does a seraphim, they're in four times, has that, right. has that been tallied in yet? Um, no. okay. So, uh, so as far as, I'm gonna go with, uh, uh, a 31.
9: You are very close, Dave,
6: oh, 34. Oh, okay.
9: 34. Good. Good. So that kind of tells us that by the end of this share I really don't even know that there will be 150, 125 in the drawing, mm-hmm. something like that. But, uh, yeah, so the chances to win it are super good, and you'll have a whole year with which to decide where you might want to go on this pilgrimage and dave and i were both blessed it was separate times to go on the uh, danube river cruise yeah and patrick and i look back at that now and we went in 2018 you went in 2019 right dave i did yes yeah and um that was one of the most incredible pilgrimages we've damages we've been in the holy land and I've done other ones, and and that one was just, oh, it was just incredible. I love how your hotel moves with you. <laughs> right? I, I know. <laughs> you're, you're not every couple of mornings getting up and dragging your luggage out to the bus and getting on the bus at crazy hours. That your, your your hotel just moves along the Danube River with you.
11: Yeah, because as a general rule, most hotels, you like them to stay still while you're there. I mean, you don't want them to doing a lot of movement. You are so
12: picky, Dave. Uh, I,
11: I know. You, you don't want them moving around. Uh, but, yeah, this one, uh, and I, I just remember looking out the the window and just seeing that water. And it's breathtakingly beautiful. Uh, and just all the scenery. 800 476 Uh, Wasn't it Exciting! Yesterday, Christine from Allen, Texas, did a, a Fatima donation, $1, nineteen hundred and seventeen dollars, in the uh, penultimate hour yesterday. That, that that was so much fun to get that one.
9: Well, Dave, you're absolutely right. The the very first hours of the Sheraton this week have been have been rough. Very, I mean, it's been like thirty minutes before we got our first call. So we have our first call, but you know what we need right now, Dave? I would say is the catalyst caller. Uh, the The person who calls in makes a wonderful donation of whatever size they can do. And then eight or nine more people follow right behind all Mm. at one time we we get a flurry of calls going as we used to say eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven eight hundred four seven six three three one one as we see you know i i think Dave, we see christian persecution just ramping up all the time I find a lot of comfort in Catholic radio because I don't feel like you know there's a lot of us out there who love our faith and are faithful to it and um one of the donors this from last night we were reading this morning said it's my compass
12: mm-hmm. and
9: and I think that that is really very accurate because just some crazy news out there, and some crazy things going on. And you know, we're talking about the lady who said um, she's prayed that uh, people come back to their senses.
11: Yeah, yeah. And you know, talking about I don't know if the, how this relates to come back to your senses, but did you hear that story on uh, Catholic Drive Time this morning about the oldest man in the world? Uh, He's yeah, he's 113 years old, and you know, know, they always ask, you know, these the oldest people, what's your secret? And you know, it's often like, I drink a glass of red wine every day. Well, he he prays the rosary twice every day. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Tw- two rosaries every day. And he's 113 years old, so I-, I could see not that there's an absolute cause and effect, you know, uh, between those two, but uh, I can see where you're praying every day the rosary, and that will give you calm and peace, and it might, uh, you know, prolong your life a bit. But uh, yeah, oldest man in the in the world, uh, prays the rosary twice every day.
9: Some uh, people I- might be thinking. <laughs> 113 years old, and you pray the rosary twice every day. I'm only going to pray one a day. <laughs> <laughs> it might have the opposite effect, right.
11: Dave. <laughs> so, so you don't live that long, or what? right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, but guys, If you're, if you're, uh, have not you know, well enough to pray the rosary every day, I I don't know. I saw a picture of him. He looked, pretty, he looked pretty healthy. Can hey, you it,
9: imagine all that he's seen in 113 years, yeah. the changes?
11: Yeah, that goes back to like, uh, now what, 19, um, Oh, oh uh, I'm not oh, oh, doing uh,
9: that math.
11: Uh, yeah, 09, no, 1909, I think. <laughs>
9: 1909. Uh, so, I think that. I think wow. that's
11: right. Uh, yeah, you see, somebody can correct my math. All right. Speaking of math, we are down uh, in our. Uh, gosh, what we where we need to be now? 18 minutes into the hour already. Uh, one call is being entered right now, and we have six thousand eight hundred ninety-five dollars in matching money to raise this morning in the next 42 minutes. And so, if you're listening now and you have you not yet donated during this uh, summer surethon, uh, please. please. Please do, and it doesn't have to be huge, but uh, if you can do the $1,500 or $125 a month, uh, that's called an Archangel donation, and you're going to be put into that drawing that we were just talking about a moment ago. uh, Relatively small drawing, and you have a chance to win a pilgrimage of choice uh, for you and a guest with any Catholic pilgrimage that Select International Tours goes on, and uh, there's a whole lot. I have a list here of of at least about uh, 15 choices uh, Poland and Eastern Europe, Danube Riverboat Cruise, Greece, uh, Shrines of France, uh, Ireland, the Holy Land, Italy. So you, you get to choose whatever one you want, and I think you have a year to do it uh, from the time you get the uh, notification that you're the winner. 800-476-3311, 800 476 And then the other level we haven't talked about yet, uh, Toya, is the Seraphim. This-
9: yes. The Seraphim donor who does $5,000 one-time donation. And your name actually goes in the drawing four times. Uh, You get, and if you want, (laughs) a one-hour live remote. You can do it from your home. Dave wants to come cook breakfast for you. I know that's a scary <laughs> thought, but we could have a lot of fun and you could talk about whatever you wanted to about the Catholic faith or you could say, I want to feature my, my parish. I want to feature my favorite Catholic school, you know, my favorite Catholic organization, uh, all kinds of, of opportunities out there. So 800-476-3311. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven and you know Dave, as I was saying that the the summer thon is um typically uh, you know it is the lowest one yeah. of the year, and so people might have thought, well, why are you doing it then? and just let me explain if we just did our spring share-a-thon and didn't do another one till the fall, we wouldn't be here.
11: Yeah, I mean you know, that, this that's is a,
9: really an act of faith, right?
11: It's uh, yeah, I, I mean absolutely necessary. We have to we have to do it or else Catholic Radio doesn't survive. And uh that's reason enough to do it, isn't it? Uh mm-hmm. here's uh, Sylvia in San Antonio, thirty dollars a month at the Guardian Angel level and uh it looks like that may have gone back to the last hour, and so that didn't count towards this hour. Meaning um, the last night. Yeah, last night. Oh wow. Did you uh did you see this one, um, Toya? That uh, went
9: to last night oh, again? Oh,
11: but that is that really uh, uh okay, uh five. Yeah, five? I
9: think we better we yeah, better yeah. come.
11: Yeah, we may yeah, maybe get confirm. That one uh, yeah, so uh, uh, yeah, a lot of these. Yeah, I'm not okay. I'm a little confused, but uh, some, somebody can uh, help us out. Uh, who's in the know? Uh, uh, one eight. Uh, the, but the bottom line is one eight hundred four seven six three three one one. That's the phone number. Looks like we still have about uh, uh, sixty eight hundred ninety five dollars to raise. We uh, apparently got a donation one way or the other from Rook. Uh, Rick in Brookville, Maryland, we're not sure how much it is. It looks uh from on our screen like it's really, really big, but I don't wanna freak Rick out if that wasn't his intention uh to give that much but uh we we'll, we'll, uh,
9: yeah, and it doesn't affect this this morning.
11: Uh, I guess not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. What does affect this morning is uh, you, dear listener, calling in and helping us chip away at this uh, seven thousand dollar matching gift that we have. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. And so we'll find out about Rick's donation because I'm am a little intrigued by by that one from the Washington D.C. area. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven.
9: 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. 476
11: um, 3311 And uh, is there somebody out there uh, that, hey, you know, you've been planning on, okay, I, I want to give, you know, $3,000, 2500 maybe $5,000, and uh, looking at just the the right moment to do it, you know, when the, there, there's a greatest need and uh, I don't know how the you know the mind of the donor works, uh, but I'm thinking you probably want to be strategic with it. And this would be a really good time because we're we've fallen behind. We're already 22 minutes into this first hour of the third day. Thursdays tend to be you know a, a challenge because you know a lot of people wait till Friday and they're you know maybe they procrastinate. Uh This would be a good time to just kind of do a, a knock our socks off kind of donation. One eight. 1-800-476-3311, one 476 3311 and, uh, let's start going, you know, any donation, any size. I think the, uh, still, there have been two times during the Share-A-Thon when we've kind of flirted with ten calls but never got to it. Uh Sammy and Josh got up to I think eight calls and then last night Sissel and I had a little flurry at the end, uh that got up to about six or seven. Um but uh the the volume of calls is so important to get just we want to know you're out there, we want to know you you love what you're listening to and you wanna give just any amount, you know, twenty five dollars one time, ten dollars one time, a hundred dollars. Uh, but we need you now, 800
9: 476 Dave, we are still checking to see um, what, what the, the donation is, 800 uh, 476 the one that we're seeing on our screen. But what I can tell you that I'm seeing on our screen, Dave, without a doubt, is no one is on.
12: We have no phone That's the one certainty that we (laughs) have, yes.
9: Yes, yes. While while everybody takes care of the back end of things, uh, we need to raise $6,895. We're almost halfway through the air. Halfway through the air. Oh my gosh.
11: <laughs> Did you learn how to fly or what?
9: Oh my gosh. My poor brain. We are almost halfway through the hour. I missed the H on something. So eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. We need to raise six thousand eight hundred and ninety-five dollars. Six thousand $895. Okay, Dave, there has been some corrections. Yeah, right. Some of those donations that were um, showing up for last night uh, came in, were put in this morning, and uh, you can now announce Rick's donation without giving him a heart attack.
11: Okay. <laughs> okay, so he he did $515 one time. And, uh, I don't see any prayer requests or anything like that. Bra- uh, Brookville, Maryland, and, uh, listening to the mighty 1160 AM WMET in Washington, D.C. Uh, so, so Rick, we, it, it, we, originally, it was indicated that you were doing that monthly. And so <laughs> we, we know that that's a, that's a big <laughs> monthly donation. Uh, that, that never, that happens every now and then. All right. To- Tova is taking a call, and we've raised almost a thousand dollars. And now we've got all that cleared up. Uh, uh, let's get that second and third and fourth and fifth caller. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. It's kind of like you know you, you're throwing a party and you want to you want everybody to come, everybody to to celebrate and be there. And, uh, you know, if one person shows up and you're like, oh, okay, but, uh, we, we want to, let, let's show, show the love and show how you, you appreciate and, uh, in in and, and benefit from the station that you're listening to right now. And then just do something to, you know, they, they say, you know, pay it forward. Do you ever, do you ever use that expression? Pay it forward?
9: I, I, yeah, I'm sure I have. I mean, there was a great movie years ago, and it was about paying forward. But I can't oh, yeah. say it's a part of my everyday vocabulary. Oh, okay, day. but that's what yep. it means,
11: right? You pay, yep. you pay now, so that somebody in the future can benefit, isn't that? I think that's what it means. All right, now there's two, two people on Toya. Uh, we're, uh, I'm, I'm confused because one of our volunteers is Tova, and that's Sissel's sister, Tova, and right. then Toya Tova. Uh, I'm having Toya Tova
9: confusion. 1
11: 476
9: 3311. 1 476 3311.
11: All right. So, uh, Sammy and Tova are taking calls, and this is the opportunity for the third caller to jump on the line. And, uh,. If you are, you know, you, you know, sometimes we hear from people and say, you know what, I've been listening for ten years, or five years, or uh, three years, and I've just never called in. I don't know why. I just listen, and I listen to the share-a-thons. I just have not called in. If that's you, break that pattern uh, today and just do something. Uh, Toya always talks about the warm fuzzies about how uh, one of our donors said they never met an ex tither. Uh, just take that leap. I know it's uncertain times, and you know there's financial struggles and, and stresses, but uh, it, it doesn't matter how much you give, but just that you give. Okay, the third caller now came through. Uh, Toya, Tova, Toya. <laughs> hey, <laughs>
12: Whoever
9: all, you all are, right? All of a sudden, I'm calling
11: you Tova. At least I don't call you Latoya. Okay, that's. Uh, I know you've been called Latoya. That's Toya. okay, Bill. I've I've met uh 1-800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 uh fourth caller <laughs> all right uh we we i know a friend who says you know, he wants to be the fourth caller i don't know if he's listening right now but now is the time to be the fourth caller 800-476-3311 time is starting to run out 28 minutes into the hour we're almost halfway through
9: when you say that tension just you know comes all over me I'm going oh my gosh time is about to run out 800 476 3311 800 476 3311 you know just because the world is is kind of crazy right now it doesn't mean we we throw in the towel dave it doesn't mean we give up it doesn't mean we change what we're doing in fact it should mean that we do more it should mean that we increase our prayer more We step it up and and we do more in charitable giving. We become brighter signs of light for Christ in this age than ever before. And I think Catholic Radio, you know... Wow, how amazing it is how the Holy Spirit works through these airwaves. So please, um, call and make a pledge of support at 800-476-3311. <clears throat>
11: All right, we uh, just got a really, really nice uh, donation. actually came in online. Uh, Foshian and Cheryl from Houston, $200 a month. That's a big one, and that helps a lot. And so let's keep the calls going. We still have $3,620 to raise this hour uh, with only thirty We'll
8: be back with more of the 2022 Eucharistic Revival Summer share on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this.
6: Oh, Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder Consider all the worlds thy hands have made I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder Thy power Throughout the universe displays Then sings my soul, my Savior God
8: The 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network Eucharistic Revival Summer Share Please call 1 800 476 3311 to make a pledge of support to help keep your Catholic radio station on the air. That's 1 800 476 3311.
11: All right, only 28 minutes left in this first hour, third day of the Summer Share with a theme of the Eucharistic Revival here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And, uh, Things improved uh, dramatically right there before we went on break. Uh, We'll tell you more about that in just a second. But the phone number is 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. I'm out of breath, uh, Toya. I've been running all over the studio. Okay, let me just kind of catch myself and uh, reclaim my composure here for a second. But uh, uh, did you see that? Think about the
9: phone number, 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311.
11: All right. I, I very quickly mentioned uh, Focion and Cheryl from Houston. Online donation, $200 a month. Uh, so that was huge. And so yes. th- thank you for that uh, that, that support. And uh, what an interesting name, Focion. I've never heard of Focion before. <clears throat> and then we got a call from Don in Greenville, Texas. And he is from St. William the Confessor Parish there in Greenville. And he says uh, he enjoys hearing God's word and good things on the way to work. And he is uh, with the Knights of Columbus Council 7438. Uh, we work with them and we promote uh, some of their events. And so, Don, uh, great to hear from you. And thank you very much for uh, your support and the support of the Knights of Columbus as well. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311.
9: One eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven or grnonline.com, and uh, Adrian always does an amazing job with the website during share-a-thons, and you can see all of the wonderful um, appreciation gifts that are there. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one or like I said, grnonline.com three thousand five hundred eighteen dollars. We are talking about the. Um, Eucharistic Revival, which you're beginning to hear more and more about from uh, from our parishes. And we felt like, you know, wow, if we could just increase people's knowledge of the true presence of Christ in the Eucharist, what a difference that would make in this world. And Dave does a wonderful interview with Father Sam Medley, who is uh, a member of the Society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity, in Corpus Christi, and they're talking about Eucharistic revival and the true presence of Christ in the Eucharist and Eucharistic miracles, and it is just very, very good. And one of the things that just really excited me as he was talking about it, Dave, was he said uh, that our generation is called to a special kind of sanctity and how devotion to the Eucharist can... Quickly change the world.
11: Mm, wow! Yeah, that, that's uh, <clears throat> I remember that. That's one of the many things that he said. Uh, uh, you know, just nuggets of, of wisdom and information about the the, the, the Eucharist and Eucharistic revival. Um, I, I want to make one other point about it. Uh, first, eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. We're about halfway to our goal of seven thousand dollars, almost exactly. Uh, and we have two people on the line. So looking for that third caller, eight hundred four seven six three three one one, And he was talking about when the the churches down in Corpus Christi opened up back, again, uh, back after the pandemic, you know, when they were closed down for a while. And I think he said the first time they had a Mass, and there was this big ray of... Sunshine that came and landed right on the altar, and he said, "This is a sign that God wanted us back uh, in the in you know for mass." And uh, I always think, uh, you know, uh, sometimes I think we miss some of those signs. You know, God, you know, blesses us with these uh, little uh, signs and uh, little little favors here and there. And I think sometimes uh, if we don't have our eyes open, we don't even notice them. Uh, Laura in San Antonio donated twenty-eight dollars one time. And uh, also included some of the, the credit card charges, and she's from St. Mark the Evangelist Parish. And she says Catholic Radio brought her closer to God and gave her peace uh, during her struggles. And uh, she is celebrating her 28th anniversary of marriage. So congratulations, Laura, to you and your husband on that uh, occasion. Thank you for calling in. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311.
9: Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. So, Dave, uh, we had a, a little bit of discombobulation this morning, mostly with my brain, I think, getting started. So now I'm going to get serious, unlike earlier in the morning. Uh, <laughs> we have two people on. We need to raise $3,489, and I don't think two people are going to do it. So, eight more people right now while wow, the stations are up at full power. It's another day God has given us out. Uh, every morning I think, thank you God for this new day. It's another day and a chance for me to get it, try to get it right. <laughs> so, okay, now we're up to three. Yeah,
11: we got three now. That That's good. Let me see if the fourth one's coming in. Uh, I, I see, I have a little bit of an advantage. Even though you have a faster computer, uh, Toya, I, I hear the phone ringing because we've got the call center here. And so when I hear that phone ring, I know that there's another one coming. Uh, and our, one of our volunteers says, uh, Laura, who called in, her prayer request, uh, her husband recently was diagnosed with Parkinson's and is going to an eye specialist and hopes uh that they will get good results from uh the the eye specialist and so we uh please keep Laura's husband in prayer i think she was the well, i think she was the one that uh, was celebrating the 28th anniversary i believe uh, if that was her uh so Laura thank you and we'll certainly keep your dear husband in prayer 800 476 3311 476 3311 fourth caller that elusive fourth caller toya we can't quite seem to get up to four well, I think once we get four or five, we're gonna we're gonna go all the way to ten okay i I just have that feeling this morning.
9: 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And remember, a donation for any size, we are going to send you this digital interview that Dave did with Father Sam Medley that you can listen to. And you can just email it to one of your friends and families. It's it's unique. It was made just for this share Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. 800-476-3311. Okay, we're down to two calls. Please, let's light up the phone lines at 800-476-3311. And if you do a dollar a day, $30 a month, we call that the guardian angel level. Well, this is really cool. The drawing is for an Apple smartwatch. And it even comes with two-year Apple care protection plan. Because believe me, with a, with an expensive watch like an Apple watch where you can just bump your wrist you know and damage it or something like that you want that protection plan and so that comes along with it so a dollar a day thirty dollars a month in the morning you could hear your name being said you are the owner of a new apple smartwatch eight hundred four seven six three three one one caller number three we reach it boggles my mind we reach a population day of twenty five million and we're looking for seven people to call
11: i know it is amazing uh, Amy in Cibolo, Texas. Our Lady of Perpetual Help uh, Parish in Selma, and she says uh, Catholic Radio has deepened and strengthened her faith. So, Amy, uh, uh, thank you. And then we've got uh, somebody else here to thank in a moment. Uh, Toya, may I do the drawing from yesterday? Because uh, yesterday we had that Lenovo. What did we decide? It was a tablet. It was a Chromebook,
9: right? Yeah, uh, it was a combination. You could it could detach. It could be a tablet, or it could be a laptop.
11: All right, so uh, I'm gonna—I've got the uh, apostolic uh, bowl of divine providence in my left hand. Toya is watching me, and I'm gonna look away. But before I do that, I do want to say that we only have two people on the line. <coughs> uh, still, three thousand nineteen to raise. Nineteen minutes uh, to go. Eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Okay, so uh, these are all the folks that are in this bowl here. Uh, a little piece of paper for each one who gave at least thirty dollars a month or three sixty one time yesterday during the uh, the Wednesday yeah the Wednesday Sharethon, and I am looking away and I am going to draw the winner. And um,
12: ta da ta da ta da. Uh,
11: yes, yes. Ta-da. Tension, tension. Here ta-da, it goes. Ta-da. Oh gosh, I got to separate them so I, I make sure I only get one because we're only going to give one of these away. So here is the winner, and uh, give the ball back to Kent. The winner is. Uh, okay, Sylvia from Carrollton, Texas. Uh, Sylvia nice. from from Carrollton, Texas. Okay, I remember announcing her. So, uh, all right. So I guess I, I'm gonna have the the honors to call Sylvia and let her know that uh, she won that uh, Chromebook. So, awesome, awesome. Uh, here's Cheryl in Alford, Texas. Nine ten a.m. listener uh, gave at the Guardian Angel level, Saint Benedict's Parish in Fort Worth. That's that's the uh, FSSP Parish in Fort Worth. The Latin Mass Parish uh, Catholic Radio reminds her to be a blessing to others, and they are celebrating their 50th anniversary. And her, uh, her oh, also pray for her husband's upcoming surgery. Interesting trend because Laura said they you know, 28 years and pray for her husband. Now Cheryl is saying 50 years and please pray for her husband. So, want some wonderful ladies out there for sure. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Looks like some one more person to thank there, Toya.
9: Yeah, we want to thank Philip from Elmendorf, Texas. He is listening to the mighty eighty nine point seven FM in San Antonio. Thank you for your fifty dollar one time donation. Uh it turned into a hundred dollars this hour and he goes to San Anthony in Elmendorf. So thank you so very much. Uh, and his prayer request is for his wife. So thank you for letting us know that. And thank you for taking time to make that pledge of support. Dave, we have totally gone the opposite direction.
11: Yeah, I know. Now now we've got uh one person on the line, uh, Allison who is our our brand new volunteer is taking a call, so it's great to see her getting some uh some calls, but we've got four or five other volunteers that are just kind of, you know, staring at their phone and wondering if it's going to ring. Uh still close to $3,000 and uh have we have we had the online $200 a month, uh, which clearly was a, was a big one. And that's a, a, pilgrimage. And I, I owe that person a fascinating fact, by the way. Uh, but, uh, let's get a, a couple of pilgrimage donations. That would, that would, uh, you know, knock this out. We still have 16 minutes, uh, in the hour. And so, but we do need some more calls. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Are you ready for a, a fascinating fact, Toya?
9: I certainly am, Dave. So let me give it the phone number while you gather it. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. So I'm just going to tell you, Dave, um, my expectation is a little bit better than banana bushes.
11: (laughs) That that was fun, wasn't
9: it? Uh, So for those who don't know, the question yesterday was bananas grow on what? And so I said trees, but... Dave says that's wrong, because his calendar told him it was wrong. And, and it was it, it, it was... Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> and so... But it they grow on a little shrubby uh-huh. bushes. Flo- flowering
11: like herbs. Flowering it's, herbs. Yeah, they grow on flowering yeah. herbs is what they grow okay. on. So, all right. I'm not sure if I've used this one before, but it's it, even if I, I did, it's worth repeating. Uh, okay. Okay, back in 1896, a guy named Walter Arnold, uh, in the English village of Paddock Wood, Kent... Was the first person ever to be pulled over for speeding in his vehicle? Okay, so and what, uh, what, uh, what year was this? No, 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 1896. 1896. Okay,
9: 1896.
11: First person ever. So the the question is, how how fast was he going? Uh, okay. uh The first person I, ever to be pulled over for speeding in his vehicle. How how fast?
9: I, I'm going to say. No way, Richard. Richard's saying 38 miles an hour. I'm, I'm going to say 12.
11: Twelve! Wow! So I'm impressed. Very impressed. It's not you're not I still right. Got it wrong. Yeah, no, no. He was going eight miles eight. per hour.
9: I almost and, said seven.
11: And the speed limit was two.
9: <laughs> 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 I know yeah.
11: People
9: who run faster than that.
11: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's like somebody pushing the car from behind, or what? Oh my uh, so isn't gosh. that amazing? Eight miles oh. per hour, and he got pulled over. I mean, I guess you know. Yeah, I guess the cop. The cop could have chased him down on foot. You know, I mean, yeah. to, to give him that ticket. All maybe, right, so
9: maybe on a horse.
11: Okay, did that make up for the? Uh, here's Alma in San Antonio. Made up for the bananas. Uh, yeah, forty dollar one time donation. Uh, KJMA listener. Uh, honor of uh, this is in honor of her dad's uh birthday on June 19th. Okay, uh, on 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 June 19th. Uh, is gonna be his birthday and so that's, she made that pledge in honor, I think, of his age. And so, uh, Alma, thank you. Great to hear from you. $2,927. Nobody is on the line. Uh, 13 minutes to go and we are going to need some help here. Somebody listening right now, and uh, that—that's the thing—is that you know, you, you, we're, whoever is listening to us right now, we're talking to you. Okay, C- Cecil just jumped on a line, so she's taking a call. Uh, please, if you're listening, uh, just call in and do what you can. I still think we can get up to those 10 calls this hour in these final 13 minutes. One eight
9: hundred four seven six three three eleven, eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Dave, I would say we are in a bit of a pickle. 13 minutes left, and we need to raise $2,927. Could there be, I we're going to have to have somebody be an archangel to get there. Yeah. Uh, And then eight or nine people doing whatever you can. But it's Thursday morning. You know, starting out with an act of charity, like tithing is, Dave, that's better than a cup of coffee. <laughs> 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311 because your donation affects somebody right now, which which will affect somebody for eternity.
11: Yeah, I I love. Sissel sent an email out to all of our morning volunteers yesterday saying, hey, looking forward to seeing you in the morning. And she said something about, uh, we'll see you bright and early, fueled by... Uh, coffee and the holy spirit <laughs> and i was thinking guys. though but yeah i mean it's it's a good point you know coffee fuels us but even more importantly the holy spirit i mean gives us uh, animates us and gives us life Achoo. and i will say all right so patrick and sisal are both taking calls now where's the third caller let's let's keep just let's just you know blow the lid off this uh this limit of only having like three calls at a time let's just uh if you're listening to us call in and just do what you can even if it's a small donation maybe you Have a monthly pledge going on. Uh, Just make some sacrificial gift uh, for the salvation of souls. You hear the testimonies, 800 476 3311. In fact, next hour we're going to play. Uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, Marcus Bell and you're going to hear his story of uh, coming into the church this, this past Easter after being uh, an, a young guy he's a millennial uh, an, an ordained Anglican deacon on his way to the priesthood and he, he becomes he converts to Anglicanism and right around that same time he starts listening to Catholic radio and he's like hmm okay uh, maybe uh, I need to just keep on going all the way to Catholicism and he did 800-476-3311 3rd caller we need you right now with uh, 11 minutes To go. 800 476
9: 3311. 800 476 3311. 800 476 3311. $2,927 to raise and 11 minutes to do it in. Dave, I'd feel so much better if we had, if the phone lines were just really increasing. If you love Catholic radio, typically you would be listening to, this hour would be. Uh, the last part of CDT with the game. Do you hear the game often, Dave? Uh,
11: oh, yeah, yeah, during yeah. the second hour, yeah. Yeah, yeah fair and s- trembling.
9: Yes, yeah. yes. And uh, uh, I always love how the the people that call in are usually really good sports, and sometimes it's the kids. And and then after that is the beautiful Mass by the Salt Order, and I think it's on Thursday, Father Sam Medley does the homily.
12: Mm-hmm.
9: Um, he does the mass. But um, th- just some really good homilies. But um, just to say quickly, on Monday in the 3 o'clock central hour, we have a brand new show for you. And it's called A Life Lived Joyfully. eight hundred four We're up to four now, Dave, so I have hope.
11: <laughs> yeah, there's four calls. Allison, John, Patrick, Sissel, all taking calls. Uh, Two thousand nine. and uh, and uh, the phone number is 800-476-3311. Uh Come on, just uh, you know, let's get that fifth caller. You know, uh, again, it, it's so encouraging to see so many people calling at the same time. We've never, throughout the the last two days in one hour of the Share-a-thon had ten people at the same time. It's a it's a it's a really hard thing to do. It's kind of like uh, you know pitching pitching a perfect game in baseball. It's it's very rare. It uh, it, it, it just means you know th- things are really going your way. Uh, fifth caller, we need you eight hundred. 476 3311, 476 3311. And we'll be thanking uh, folks like uh, James Allen, $5 one time uh, from St. John Vianney Parish in Houston. Uh, he says, everybody, please call in now. A little less talk and a lot more action. Uh, he said, "That's a Toby Keith song." Okay, yeah. You remember you were saying, "Isn't that a song?" Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so I knew he,
9: James would he, know. He has answered. He knows all.
11: Yeah, and here's a 91.7 KQOS donor, uh, thirty dollars one time uh, from Holy Family Parish, and says Catholic Radio uh, brought her. It's Betty from Abilene, brought her uh, closer to the Lord in so many ways. Uh, pray for rain. In her area, okay. That's the third time I remember so many praying for rain. So this is getting serious. Eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six three three one one two thousand eight hundred and ninety two dollars, Toya, and uh, we are well, now we down to have
9: eight minutes. Eight minutes and I three know. people on. Dave, I, I think we need. Uh, oh, gosh, we probably need two people to be archangels. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311, or maybe one archangel at 1500 or $125 a month, and everybody else a dollar a day. Just do whatever you can. It's a matching gift hour. So if you feel like my $10 one-time donation isn't enough, believe me, it will be turned into 20 this hour, and every little bit helps because we 've only had two hundred and ninety people call in yeah so it 's really low
11: yeah you 're hoping uh, for a share-a-thon to have about a thousand and i I even think that, that you, you know even though that that 's you know from a realistic standpoint that that would be a really great sherathon, but I sometimes think, gosh, why not 10,000? Why not, uh, you know, 50,000 people uh, calling in with donations? But, you know, we take what we get. The stations are still on the air, and we are thankful for every donation that comes in. Two people on the line now, 2892 to go. 1 800 476 3311. And I am uh, a little concerned now, Toya, because. Uh, uh, you know, the, these last minutes fly by so fast, and we are behind, and uh, a couple of pilgrimages uh, are going to do it. Uh, here is uh, Robert in Plano, Texas, $35 a month, KTH nine ten a.m. listener, uh, at the Guardian Angel level. Robert, that helped a lot. Brought Thank us down you. to 24 dollars is what we still need to raise, two people on the line, and uh, we're not going to, I'm 99% certain, we're not going to be able to do it just with these two calls.
9: 800-476-3311. That's the number to call. We need to raise $2,472. We only have six minutes left. You know, we've heard so many wonderful comments this Sharathon, and, and we always do, Dave, about Catholic Radio is my companion. Catholic Radio holds me accountable. Catholic Radio um, is my news source, you know. And we want that to continue, and there's no Assurances, Because Catholic Radio is brought to you by you. And if you don't call in, it, it makes it bleak. So let's all call in. Let's all who listen become supporters of Catholic Radio. And not just listeners. Let's step it up and, and really be great witnesses of tithing as good Catholics. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Okay, now we have four. We got Dave. four.
11: Let's get up to that elusive five calls. Okay, we got six that are logged in, and there's there's more people that can log into their phones. Fifth caller, come on, let's hear from you. One 3311 I, I have this uh, thought in my mind, Toya. As we give out the phone number, uh, obviously four people are on the line, and so they they you know they they've done their part. They can do it, and other people have already donated during the the charathon and and you're you're good, and thank you very much. But there's there's probably literally thousands of people who are in the category of haven't donated yet, listening right now, and we need a, we need like six of you to call in and make a donation of any size right now. Uh, so please, please, please call us, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311, and uh, we need you now uh, with four people on the line, 1-800-476-3311. All we have is five minutes to go.
9: Yikes! Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven two thousand four hundred seventy two dollars in matching gift money. You know, Dave, uh, I've had people call and say, "Is this a matching gift hour?" And one time, uh, I I said, "No, it's not." And the next thing I hear is click.
11: They didn't even say goodbye.
9: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even say goodbye. Just.
11: Click. This uh, guy. Yeah.
9: So 800 476 if you want to give during a matching gift hour, if you want to do a $5 donation like wonderful James does there in Houston, it's going to turn into $10 this hour. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. But it can't turn into $10 if you don't call and make a pledge of support. At 800-476-3311, become a member of the Guadalupe Radio family. We're up to five, five days. calls, awesome. okay five more
11: calls 800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 and uh can you uh can you be one of five callers any donation any size okay if you've been thinking like you know i i can i can give 10 dollars okay remember remember dear chris who called in with a 2 dollar donation and he said my I'm a teacher. My wife is disabled. Uh, we've got, you know, I think four kids. He said, I just can't really afford much at all, but the station has really blessed me and I want to give something. Uh, okay. Joanne and Ronald, uh, $200 from Frisco, Texas, uh, from St. Francis of Assisi Parish. Uh, they, they very much, Catholic radio very much made us stronger, especially the mass is very soothing. The choirs are wonderful at the mass and the services hit home. Our family needs prayers, all that we can get. So, Joanne and Ronald, uh, thank you. We certainly will pray for you. In fact, we pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet every day, and we always lift it up for our, all of our benefactors. Anonymous and humble Texas, uh, 1430 a.m. listener from St. Mary Magdalene Parish. And now, uh, 1961 is what we still <laughs> need to raise. 19, what a year that
9: was, huh, Toya? Absolutely. That's your favorite word, Dave, and I keep trying not to say it. But it I know just you laugh every time. <laughs> no, I don't. I just think, oh my gosh. We we have this thing, and, and so we have to clue everybody in, Dave, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some there's words just kind of irritate us, or I don't know how you want to explain oh, over, it. Oh, over overused,
12: overused, yeah.
9: overused. Okay, and for Dave, it's absolutely. So I try not to say it, but it's like it just triggers in my brain, and I say absolutely, and I see Dave's face on the screen, and yeah. I'm going, "Oops, I said the a word." I try. To
11: <laughs> I try. I make a concerted effort not to say. It's very tempting because it does fit. You know, it's kind of that. Word like oh, you're you're right you know yes and and it just it's one of those words that 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 fits a lot when as as a first word in a response but uh, I try I try to avoid saying it. it is it is kind of overused but hey you know that that's all right probably b- bigger <laughs> sins that people can commit eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven
9: six thirty three eleven and uh, one minute one thousand nine hundred sixty one dollars <laughs> and only three people are on dave all right uh you know
11: mario's saying 1961 he remembers it like it was yesterday he, <laughs> he was uh i don't think mario was born in 1961 all right hey we need a a, a couple more calls uh help us out here 800-476-3311 we are gonna mosey into our number two right after a quick break thank you for your support
8: we'll be back with more of the 2022 2022-
1: James Pineda with the Catholic Organization of Life. You're listening to AM 4.